1: Hello and welcome to the Audio Time Capsule, episode seven. For those of you new to the show, I'm comedian Simon Kane, and this is a podcast where I bring on a guest, get them to leave twenty questions, and then bring them back on a year later and get them to answer them. I then edit it so they're talking to their past self. All past voices will sound like this, and all future voices will sound like this. To give an example of how the show's structured, here is a test question I left myself just before meeting up with this week's guest. Are you still living in the flat in Dunstable, or have you found a way to move nearer to central London? Or, or, have you moved up north? I know at the moment you're considering Manchester. Well, I no longer live in the flat in Dunstable, I have moved nearer London, uh, I wouldn't say central, I'm zone 7 in Rickmansworth, but I've definitely moved further south, and I'm n- nearer a tube stop. Uh, no, I haven't lived in Manchester yet. I'm still thinking about that. But uh, yeah, I am quite happy and have moved nearer London where more gigs are and guests, generally speaking. So, yes, past self, you do end up moving nearer London. In this episode, I'm talking to comedian, improviser, and writer Tony Law. Just a little bit of backstory before I go into the podcast. In 2016, he went sober for the first time in his life. And if you want to hear a more detailed interview we did about that, you can find it on my other podcast, which is called Laughter is the Best Placebo. There is a link in the show notes. This year was kind of ground zero for him. He was able to start over and develop a new style for himself and try to write stuff that was completely new and and, and it, with his calmer, sober, and, and more within himself brain. I don't know if that made sense. Uh, I've tried to say that like four times. Basically, as he'll say in this podcast, he was basically starting afresh. He was doing like his first hour sober. And, and it was really interesting to hear him talk to his past self and get quite angry with his past self. Because obviously he's so much happier how he is now. And so much more content in how he is now. That hearing from himself... was quite jarring and quite frustrating. Um, I I just want to make... Something clear that I have no issue with drinking. I drink on and off, depending on how I feel. I just am very happy for him that he's made a decision to become sober and stuck with it for himself. And so I'm very proud of him for doing the thing that makes him happy. If any of you out there want to drink, go for it. I hope this didn't come off preachy. I'm aware that that is very easy to do in podcasts. Before I hit play on the episode, if you're new here, please do hit the subscribe button. If you're old here, please do consider giving us an honest, ideally positive review in iTunes. And either way, do consider joining the facebook group it's called the audio time capsule and it's on facebook obviously you can also follow us on twitter at audio time travel both those places are great for finding out when guests are coming on finding out about new guests and also getting exclusive behind the scenes images and videos from this project and from the guests but for now let's open the audio time capsule of tony law
2: ah Hello, my name's Anthony Johnston Law. I'm here with Woofie and Simon Kane. Going to do a podcast about the future. Not about the future, but I get asked by future self questions from now. We're in a, a flat in Dunstable, of course. And it, the year is 2016. And the date is November the 7th. November the 7th just had a wonderful bonfire night, didn't we, Woofy? Woofy's shy, he's not talking. But if he does, you'll hear him. He sounds a bit like that. Okay. But he's a, yeah, he's sort of, uh, he's kind of posh. He's really, really gentle. I feel good about this podcast. I like doing podcasts. Because it means someone else is doing all the science. And all I gotta do is the talking. But uh, I don't understand it. But I think people are listening to it. So that's good. Awesome.
0: Uh, this is Tony Law. And the date is the f- f- sorry 1st of December 2017. And I'm waiting to open up my time capsule. Which is actually more of just an idea. It's not an actual capsule. Although I wished we had done one of those. Because I would have put some candy bars in there. But it's uh, metaphorical. Capsule. I'm opening up a metaphorical capsule of questions I asked myself way back in 2016. And I'm a little bit interested in it because uh, I was still pretty fragile back then, I think. (laughs) Okay. Well, let's see what kind of uh, questions old me, loser me, had to ask now me, which is totally awesome me. But I'm guessing if we do this in a year again, which I think we should... Uh, this me will be a loser compared to that me. That's the upward progression. Okay, so long intro. We're in my offices, uh, which has now become the British Museum. I come down to the British Museum three times a week, sitting with my back to the wall in the cafe... Uh, in, under the big dome and it's just, it's just great atmosphere but I'll be honest with you, most of my writing ends up being me sitting here going,
1: Ooh, I am in the British Museum,
0: this is so awesome and I wander over and I look through the books that I haven't bought but I look through them really for a long time and I pick up some of the toys, play with some of the toys and come back type some stuff mainly just smile, just sit here and smile Lovely atmosphere, because everyone comes here is, you know, a bit nerdy, and uh, they're in a good mood, because they're on holiday, or following up an interest, so, okay, well I guess we can get crack, and this is going to be an interview done by old me to new me.
2: Tony Law, it's great to have you on, and I've just got a few questions for you, one year on. Number one, how many of your cells have regenerated in this last year? I don't expect you're going to be able to know exactly, but do you have a rough idea? Um, And asking you this, you will remember there was a time when you asked you this. So it's given you time to think about that answer. What is it, Tony? How many of your cells have rejuvenated (laughs) in the last year? Oh,
0: that's, that's just a dumb question. I don't know. I suppose you were hoping that I would have learned that by now, but it doesn't. It's not one of those things that's really struck me as like super interesting. Yeah, loads, I guess. Sorry, I can't be any more help than that, douche. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, you, if you want an answer, um, I don't know. Sixteen billion. Let's go with that. Next question.
2: Thanks. Great answer, Tony.
0: <laughs> Shoot.
2: Now, question number two. Mm -hmm. Is your family and you healthy and happy and working hard and moving forward? Oh. I know the answer is going to be yes, but I'm going to let you answer that.
0: Well, that's uh, that's a bit, whoa, have some boundaries, dude. (laughs) Yeah, of course they are, but it's not really any of your business. I mean, no offense, but kind of try and keep things private in the private life. But if you need to know... Um, yeah, everyone is doing very well and, uh, working hard. All of us. But, yeah, I just feel like that's a bit too personal. So, whatevs. Can we move on to the next question? Everyone's fine. God, I had no boundaries then.
2: (laughs) Oh, that is such good news. All right, let's not get too personal, Tone. (laughs) Let's keep it professional.
0: Okay, all right, buddy, let's keep it profesh. Okay, next question. Question number, I think it's three, actually.
2: Question number three, have you trained Wolfie up to sit and wait in the park? Is he not hurting the family anymore? Just just sum up the advances you've made with your dog, Wolfie, in the last year, because I know that you really wanted to get on that so that he could go on the school walk with mummy, and it's really important. And you can't just pull like a train, he's very strong. Did you get on that?
0: Ooh, yeah. About that, oof! You got me there. No, Wolfie cannot be walked by uh, Mummy on her own because, yeah, he's he's still pulling like a train. <laughs> and uh, what what training? Well, he's still just really lovely with other people. And no, the answer is no. Haven't really got on that. We've had a lot of adventures. We've travelled a lot of places, and he's gotten, if anything, kinder and more gentle. And more powerful, all at the same time. So you can be powerful and, um, and kind. Powerful and kind, which is actually kind of what I want for myself is to become more powerful and kind. I'm, l- I'm learning. I, uh, I think I'm going to spend more time the next year, which I already am. uh just learning how to be a man. You know, a better man. I think we could all do with that in this day and age. I think what, what's happening is we're producing not good enough men out there. And by that, I mean, you know, you need young men who know how to be tender, and, and, uh, but strong and decisive and uh, ambitious, but caring. And well. if we're going to make this feminism work, which we've got to, guys, we need, we need better men. And uh, I think the only place you can start is with yourself. And raising a son is, is what's really the, the catalyst for that. Sorry, I waffled. I hope that answers your question somewhat, Tony.
2: Good for you, Tony. Good for you. (laughs) Now we're going to get a bit more professional, Tony. Okay. Question number four is how great was your Edinburgh show this year? I know you use Edinburgh to launch your tours and you're trying to get back in there. Some of the bridges you may have burnt, you know, who knows? Because I remember a, now, a year ago, you were really starting to really hit on all cylinders because of, you know, conquering the year before and what whatever, we won't go too deep into that. But how, you must have really enjoyed, this must be the first year where you've been 100% for the whole year. So I'm really excited to know, how did your Edinburgh show go?
0: Well, that's, that's pretty bloody well right on, actually. It was the first year I've done a... That's <laughs> amazing. You guessed that right. Where I was 100% within myself, yeah. And I was uh, enjoyed the whole sobriety to the point where I, I can't even remember a time when I wasn't sober. So, in a way, it was like my first Edinburgh show, 2017. And I loved it. I went back to the stand. I was on at noon. My time slot and uh, yeah, Bridget Christie, if you're coming back to Edinburgh, you can lay off my noon spot, or I'll have to move again. My noon spot. It was wonderful. It was a great show. It was funny, and sharp, and clever. Uh, it was. Uh, I took. I took a two-minute bit about trampolining, and I stretched it out over the course of the year into a wonderful uh, commentary on uh, sports. I think sports and childhood. Excuse me, recovery and psychology, all of those things, but in a way, uh, uh, it was just brilliant. Couldn't be happier with it. Probably, if that if that was my f- first show, like, uh, if I was like, no one had known me before, that probably would have been, uh, I was better at my award-winning shows, that's what I'd like to say. I think it was better, because it was, it was done with more tenuous material, more sort of out there. This show is better. Then, for me anyway because the material was just like hard to sell because it was like about my 1970s trampolining career oh and I I sort of layered it in with commentary on the Silk Road yeah I think that'll do
2: great answer <laughs> question number five now. wow that took a long time to say five what is your show like does it have a narrative is it has it oh. has it become more accessible
0: oh uh, well that's <clears throat> that's sort of what I was answering already actually in anticipation it's i kind of know the way where you're going to go with these questions um i have to say yeah th- it was a sort of a narrative it was it was about um trampolining 1970s trampolining and my journey to wi- uh, making it to the semifinals of the Palm Springs Open weaved in with the silk road and it so so it was more like a painting uh with lots of like uh, meanings and metaphor in it rather than a narrative it was ideas following a thread it was like w- it was like it's like if you imagined you could just paint in the air it was like that it was a painting of it, uh, in the air <laughs> so the answer to that is not really but i think i'm at the point where most of the people who come to the show uh don't need everything st- they kind of know what I mean. It's like one big ball of, you know what I mean. So in some, some ways, it's like a step on from my other shows. You know. And I have to say that, um, no, it wasn't more accessible. If anything, it was the least accessible show. But I was in such good spirits that I managed to sell it. And I don't think I could have <laughs> sold the type of material I was doing. Ah, and any other time in my career. So no, it's it's not become more uh, mainstream. That's your bloody question. Next.
2: Interesting.
0: <laughs> jerk.
2: Question number five. Did Donald Trump win the election? Oh, he didn't. So what has it been like with the Hillary Clinton presidency? H- has the world gone to hell? And are the right wings being quiet about it?
0: <clears throat> well... Do I lay this on you. the right wing is making a resurgence, and Donald Trump did indeed win. A lot of people are trying to minimize his impact and say oh he 's uh he 's just crazy, but no he 's a nasty, nasty fascist, and it 's disgusting he 's a the misogyny that came out uh did not deter people, and he's the leader of the I was gonna say the Western world, but he's not really. He leads uh, one third of Americans. That's it, I don't really want to talk about that because it'll take a few hours. It's a disgusting person, horrific human being. And uh, yeah, he's the President of the United States. Whoops.
2: (laughs) Question number six. Were you bored by question number five? Did you secretly hope that Trump would win to make the world a more exciting and dangerous place? No. No good because that would be horrifically selfish Question number seven are you doing podcasting now? That's exciting. I hope you really put your mind to it and did it. Are you doing podcasting? How are you finding it
0: uh yes, sort of well um other people are doing the putting it up on uh oh I forget the name of it so I'm still uh basically a moron when it comes to technology, but there's people who are not morons record me and John Luke Roberts. Every once in a while, and he gets to the bottom of my time traveling. So it's called The Tony Law Tapes, and you can find The Tony Law Tapes out there. So yeah, it's a podcast about time travel, so quite a lot of history. It gets a bit surreal, and actually some of them are brilliant, which I would normally never say about a thing. Oh no, actually I would say, I say that all the time, because I do think I'm brilliant. So I think they're brilliant, but I think they could be better. Oh, and the new exciting thing I'm doing is I'm doing a a, a radio show at Resonance FM every Thursday at noon. At noon. And then that goes out on the interweb waves. So you can do the listen late. So that's Resonance FM at noon. So it's a bit old school because it's also on radio, but most people listen to it on the Internet. And that's just me kooking around with the... With a different guest each week, so yeah, tune into that. Or the Tony Law tapes. So uh, the answer to the question is yes, I guess.
2: Good for you. Such positive answers here.
0: You sound tired. Okay, Um, have you got another question?
2: Okay, question number eight is, one of your main goals from last year was to get a big audience for your epic series calling my dog back in the w- woods <laughs> which is a, a, episodes where you go to the woods and you introduce the bit and then you call wolfie back he either comes back or he doesn't and that's it and you try not to really veer from that that style whatever you call it you you'll learn more words by now Have you managed to get that up on YouTube and got yourself a following? Because that was one of your big goals. Uh, no. (laughs) But I
0: still do them. And maybe more people watch them. But it's not just the dog coming back. Now it's, uh, it it was the tour diaries for a while. Then it's just random advertisements about the tour. And I've also just started a new feature, which is uh, called Thought in the Dark. Where I sit in the dark and have a Thought. Uh, not not too smart of a thought Not too stupid of a thought Just a middle of the road thought in the dark That one's going to be a hit So yeah, I'm still doing those uh, And there's more of them when I've got a tour on Which I don't at the moment And uh, some people still like the dog So I've filmed the dog
2: uh, That leads on nicely to question number n- Ten eight. That leads on nicely to question number eight Which is No,
0: it's ten, quote, isn't it?
2: You wanted to get yourself a more of an online presence. You wanted to do a podcast because you do other people's podcasts and you'll continue to do that. But you want to do your own podcast. You wanted to have your own YouTube site because you've really got to crack into that section. Because let's be honest, getting back in TV... Will be difficult because you know you're not the 25-year-old new guy. You've, you know you've been around the block, um, although you <laughs> should be on it. But let's you know, let's you've got to you got to keep your following, knowing your. are I a,
1: can I cut in shows To
2: come to your tours, which always go wow. very well, but you need to find new ways. Have going on. New ways to keep them informed that you're
0: Ooh, on you tour. Bore me. You really bore me. That was such a rambling, long. You know, under the guise of trying to sound optimistic and like, yeah, and ambitious and getting on it. You just sounded needy and desperate. Like, yeah, you're going to get me. I hated that question. I didn't like the person asking it. Soz, but uh, wow. Um, I don't even know what you meant. It's just a dumb question. And uh, I guess I shouldn't be that rude. I wouldn't be that rude to anyone else. Hey, that's really revealing. How rude we can be to ourselves, yeah. It's really we are hard on ourselves. I think that I don't know. I don't really know how to answer it. Uh, uh, I don't have a YouTube site yet. But oh yeah, we're oh that's right. We're filming the radio show Resonance FM. We're gonna put those up on on uh, YouTube. I think I've still got the exact same following I had (laughs) last year. Which is good enough. Well, it's not quite. Need a few more to make a better living. And uh, did a radio show, BBC Radio 4, actually. And uh, that was quite good. And, uh, you know, got a few uh, irons in the fire. You know, so History Channel did a little thing for them. Um, yeah, next next question, Dinkwad. Question. Question.
2: Nine. What the hell was that question? Jeez.
0: Oh, we're the same. Yeah, that was good. Oh, uh, I'm I'm really relieved that you found that the way I found that. <laughs> what do you got for me, bud?
2: I'm with you, buddy. Question number 10. How has Bingo Bongo Bongo Club, which is a name you surprisingly came up with on the hoof, with Luke Roberts, your uh, partner in some crimes at uh, Angel 2.0, the wonderful com- comedy club that's set up? <laughs> Purely for comedy, uh, Bingo Bongo podcast. How is that going? Have you built up a following?
0: No, that's that stopped right away. It had no focus, no reason, and uh, I didn't have the enthusiasm for that. So you know, hey, good try, but no, that's that's dead.
2: Question number eleven. Now that with your new work rate and your new uh, healthy attitude and and creativity you must be able to tell us a little bit about what that's been like one year with no impediments a whole year uh, i'm hoping of um you know even playing field with yourself uh how what kind of things are you doing
0: wow needy i'm embarrassed for you it was such a
1: Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness.
0: But I think I've answered all of that, you know. Things are good to the point of, yeah, I'm a sober guy now. And uh, that's the only way to be. And uh, things are going along just fine, you know, cracking on. Can't wait to tour again soon. That sort of thing, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay, next, next question. I'd like to talk in a more deep way.
2: Question number 11, call it question number 11. Yeah, did you get your, uh, you know, your spotlight page sorted out? Did you get new photos and all that? Have you been doing some acting? Have you been doing, did you do any adverts? Because you need the cash. Wow,
0: you're one of those guys who actually can make a person feel bad about themselves. You know, with your questions under the guise of kind of like, hey, I'm enthusiastic. You can actually, you know, you really, I don't know what the, what the, I don't know what you call that, but I, just kind of makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, well, Spotlight, I have to renew it again. So this has been exactly a year. Yeah, I got to do that again. Thanks for reminding me. Actually, no, thanks for reminding me. Got to do that again. And, uh, yeah, I just I don't feel like I want to answer whatever that was, that question. Yeah, oh, yeah, I did a... I had a roll on something, and then I did another thing, and, you know... Just uh, keeping on trucking.
2: <laughs> Question number 12. How did the tour go? You did a tour with Mick Perrin Productions, because previously you'd only really done them. Uh, you, this is your first time with a big tour, people. How did they work for you? They seem nice. Did your numbers go up? Did you make any money out of it? That's interesting. And yeah, we'd love to know that.
0: Uh, yeah, it went pretty good. Um, uh, you can check out my tour diaries. No, it was good. It was great, actually. It's good to get back out there. Uh, I love it, and I can't wait to start again. It's the best. Um, yep, starting again in uh, February. So it was good, thanks. Thanks for asking. It's really, hard, really great questions. Not very good.
2: Question number 13. Uh-oh. Oh. Unlucky. Boy, question number 13. How did you survive the winter? Because, you know, until the tour comes, you didn't really have a lot of money coming in. Wow. You were just doing bits and pieces, so I'd love to know how you got your family through that. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Okay, Fragile, why don't you just throw all your problems out there for the world to hear? Wow. Oh, what a question. Dude, you know, you seem like someone who has come out the other end of a 30-year alcohol problem and is just a frightened man with low self-esteem. Well, I have to tell you, the good news is we are not the same. (laughs) Because I'm not like you. So you want to know private things about my life? Yeah, it was fine, okay? We've had a good year, lots of good fun things. Maybe you need to just... Stop talking about yourself so much.
2: Dick. Question number 14. Have you made your comedy more palatable? What? Palatable, that's the wrong thing, but more... what have you made it easier to approach? So it's not like you're doing anything madly uh, genius, but you do make it hard to get into it. You've got to be of a certain mind. Have you made it more sort of simple to get into? You know, like to achieve a wider audience. Have you done that, Tone? Because I think that's one of the things you need to do. You know, it's no fun just entertaining the same small group of people. They would love to see you do well as well. It's like a team thing. Got a lot of people behind you, Tone.
1: Holy
0: shit. I don't like you at all. Um, what? What are you talking about? (laughs) I I don't know what, I just, I don't even understand what you're talking about. My stuff's brilliant. It's great. People who like it really like it. And they liked it more this year than the year before. And uh I don't know what more palatable? What do you mean? <laughs> what more like like better? Jesus. It was fine. It was a lot better than the show you did in 2016. Talk about no confidence. The guy walking around like looks like he's been hunted. It's about 15 times better than your show. So, yeah. I guess it's more palatable because it's just straightforward funny it's funny and clever and neat and great yeah it's like a hundred times better than your show so wow back down maybe grow some strength (laughs) some inner strength i'm coming across like a, a bit of an asshole and that's just because i've had a massive coffee but honestly dude shorter questions Bit of advice, shorter questions. It this is about the answerer. Okay. Shorter questions and and a little bit more positive. Okay.
2: Well what a great answer. That's such a and surprisingly, still rambling with the answers. I guess those brain cells haven't regenerated if you know what I mean. Excuse
0: me. Um I think the problem lies with you actually. Next question, please.
2: Okay. Uh, Question um, 15. Previously, um, you used to do a lot of stuff for the Teenage Cancer Trust. You used to do lots of... uh, I mean, we all do um, charity gigs. Have you got back into working with them? And have you done things like hospital visits and things like that? Because that's uh, very rewarding. Um, I know that you did them back when you were a bit more famous and you didn't feel so bad going in because people might know who you were. And now, have you gotten over the fact that people might just go, I don't know who he is, but I'm glad he came. It's nice to have a visit, crying out loud. Stop being so up your own. Uh, Have you done that? Because that's good. Did you?
0: Um, no. No, I'm just I'm a bit busy sorting my own shit out. You know? Just trying to do good work, make work, more work, get on with it i'll go and do that when i'm good and ready and when i'm asked uh, but i won't be telling you or anyone else i still i could have i could have done but i'm not going to answer that to you because uh, it's like a wanky way to show off just next question please
2: question number 16 have you got a new car and if you've got a new car is it a citron picasso Cassara like the old one which you've made famous to literally thousands low thousands of people <laughs> Citroen? maybe did Citroen give you one that's not gonna happen is it they're not gonna really want you advertising their old cars
0: <laughs> um yeah i got one that's uh two years older newer two years newer and uh, didn't need a new muffler, everything's pretty good on it, runs pretty solid, 69,000 miles on it, that's not too bad, although I've put about 30 on, yeah, it's good, actually it's a good runner, I like the Picasso, Citroen made those to last, you know, so, yeah, yep, that's true, so new to me, yep, next next question,
1: buddy.
2: Question number sixteen: Has Wolfie still got his balls? I mean, that's pretty important to you. It's very health-related. Vets will tell you, oh, no, no, you got to take the balls. I don't know why they say that because I think if you if you you get the dog you deserve. If you train your dog and give your dog all the things he needs, there's no reason why his balls need to go. Could be bad for his health. They say, oh, you'll get cancer. Oh, you don't believe that at all. They just don't want dogs going around humping. G- Girls on heat. I'm See, I'm so afraid of saying the word bitches, even in a dog sense, which is good, you know. You should be checking yourself like that. Long question again, Tone. I think it was number 16. See what you make of that.
0: Oh, um, no, I haven't had his uh, balls off. It all seems so personal, this stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I haven't had Wolfie's balls off because but he's fine. He hasn't run after any females or anything like that. And, um, you don't seem to be very sure who you are there, buddy. Um, bitch. You can say that. It's fine. We're talking in the context of a dog. Whoa, you need to straighten up there, dude. Yeah, so he's still got his balls. You don't.
2: (laughs) Question number 17. Have you written the book you've been wanting to write? The book about time travel and also ideas.
0: Christ, no. I've written a whole bunch of stuff. But, um... Wow, you really make me feel uncomfortable. No, no, it's not you, it's me, but um, no, uh, no, I haven't written a book. Uh, I've written a lot of stuff. I think it's going to take longer than just a year, you moron.
2: Question number 18, Tony. You need to start doing more comedy about your life, I think, because there's nothing people like that. It Doesn't always have to be metaphor and, uh, and uh, nonsensical time travel or this. You know, you you could be more direct with truths, baby. Have you have you done some more of that mind? I mean, you've mined your life before from when you were like growing up on the farm, but have you mined your life from like? Oh, the different things are starting to come back into your memory, aren't they, right about now? Do you remember that? And uh, oh, there's Wolfie. (laughs) And, um, you know, like, say, have you talked about being on acid on the top of a Mayan temple? Or hitchhiking across Honduras on the back of a truck, tanker truck? Or have you talked about how old you are? Have you embraced your age and said, I've been to the Soviet Union? And that's something you should be proud of. Oh, Wolfie, we're going in not long. He must need a pee or something. I could let him out and see what happens. <laughs>
0: um, I don't know. I don't know is the answer. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't really put those constraints on. Yeah, I probably don't know. Just trying to be funny, man. So, go take your dog out.
2: Question number nineteen: What is the capital city? Oh no, that's a, that's a question for my son. Um. <laughs> what are the official languages of Tajikistan? The official languages of Tajikistan.
0: Uh, Tajik and Aziri, I think. Aziri, Tajik, probably one other, I think. Next question.
2: Number 20. Was it bad welding that sank the Titanic rather than an iceberg, or was it a combination of both?
0: Wow, you're trying to sneak a bid in. That's what you're doing trying to sneak in a bit that didn't work last year i remember that clearly it didn't work and you dropped it i dropped it i dropped it not long after you were talking right now wow i really uh uh, have increased my self-esteem since (laughs) or or something um yeah so that i i don't even remember how that bit went it was about the titanic though i feel Yeah. So, okay, we're nearly wrapping up, aren't we? You got a. Have you got any more questions?
2: You're correct. Question 21. Have you been on a panel show? What panel shows are there? You don't watch TV. Have you been on one? Which one? Was it good?
0: No. No. They haven't let me back on. gotta be afraid of me. God damn it. I'd like to be, but, you know... I haven't. I'd sure like to, though. I think they're easy and fun. But, uh... You know, they like putting the spring chickens on there. And uh, I may just be too handsome. That could be what's holding me back.
2: Question 22. Uh, Yeah, uh, so you've written the book. Have you? I hope so. Or at least you've started working on it, I hope. And and then what else? Have you written anything else? Have you decided to write some sort of a a scripted thing to do on YouTube or something? Have you done that? Have you filmed some things?
0: (laughs) Um yeah I've done uh, a shit load yeah I've done a lot of stuff actually and I've got a lot of things that are not finished And uh, but a few things I'm really excited about a film script and uh, yeah just your usual like everyone else sitcom idea got a bunch of stuff on the go <laughs> so yeah I wouldn't uh, ju- just the usual nothing is finished yet
2: twenty three Keep your chin up. <laughs> Keep going. I don't, I tend to not look forward very often. I think I should. I've spent too much time looking back, but I don't tend to make plans for the future. Maybe I'm afraid of it, but I should be more brave. All right, have you been in a film? Have you been in a movie? Tell us how that happened. Or have you just plodded along the same way and incrementally improved? Because I know you're a better stand-up now. Are you a better stand-up now, during this interview, than you were one year ago? Because I know one year ago you felt like you were getting to your best. Or, you know, at least you knew you were on the right path. Have you continued that trajectory, having conquered your stage fright?
0: Oh man, I'm way better than you were. Way, way better. But I think I touched on that earlier. And, yeah, it was not a movie. Uh, it was big in the Soviet Union. Uh, it was called uh, pre skaya And it was about one man's journey uh, from Siberia. During the space program. Something like that. You would never have heard of it. You'd never seen it. But it was really big. Yeah, I did that. I was a really great actor in that. There was no words. So that was cool. Thanks for asking next question
2: question number 24 stage fright do you only get it now when it's in a gig that is not really made for comedy when there's that's not really stage fright if say you're in an environment like doing a gig on the tube when people don't want you there still talking you did that last year didn't you that was mental but you needed the money didn't you that's what you told yourself during it for (laughs) lastminute.com
0: wow I'm starting to really empathize with my wife you know it couldn't have been easier for her living with that dude what a needy fucker honestly um I I, I get so sort of annoyed at you that I don't really listen to the questions because I think oh he's he's not weighty enough for an answer I don't even know what you just said so the answer is no I think what was the question again oh stage fright no I don't so I look at it and you know I'm reasonable (laughs) yeah
2: uh, 25, uh, how's your ice cream intake? Have you got on top of that?
0: Excellent question. No, not yet. Um, in and out, in and out. Sometimes uh, I've switched it up to cereal for the sugar intake and then laps. But uh, probably not as much as I was eating back then. But yeah, still getting up in the middle of the night for ice cream. Actually, it's probably 40% less.
2: Question number 26, what's the world like? What's the world like now as it was last year? It was a bit, um, not really the working classes. That's the way they try and package it. A little bit. But mainly people in America, certainly terrified of their place in the world. That's all it is. Scared that they are not going to be on top and they're kicking back. How's that started to go as they become more militant and crazy? Have they leveled out like you would hope that the American system would allow? And what about in England, how's Brexit working out? How's the economy? I mean, we've got to get on with it, especially where you are. How's that panned out? I'd love to hear a good lengthy answer on both of those.
0: Things are incrementally slightly different. Surge in the far right, um, bubbling up, and yeah, it looks like it's a bit chaosy, but ultimately things have not changed significantly it's just a lot of babble with that moron and uh, somehow he survived but absolute it's like having a, a thug like a mafiosi running the states but yeah their system seems to have held up so far but um Certainly not great, but we still are overall living in the safest time in human history. Uh, It's just that he's just taken it back a bit. He'll be gone soon, I hope.
2: Tony? Yes, Anthony. Oh no, you can answer that in the future. Tony, now tell me, what (laughs) memory do you have over the last year that makes you happiest? That's a lovely question I look forward to the answer.
0: Lots. Lots and lots and lots and none I feel to share right here. They're quite special. Next. Tony? <laughs> go ahead there, buddy. Go ahead. And all. Moron. Am I talking over you? Can I talk over him? <laughs> okay, go ahead.
2: Tony, which questions, if you went back to the recording date, which is now, for me, but you, in the future, slender, one-year-older you, confident you, skiving sc- through life, being a great father and a wonderful husband you you amazing guy from the future if you could go back to the man who was going to one day become you what question would you make him take out and which new awesome question would you put in
0: i maybe just i would say to you to maybe just stay off podcast for a while uh just rein it in for a while and wait till you're completely better i know you think you are but i can tell you you're not so that's what I would say. Just, like, try and lay low. I know you need the money, but just um, don't make a splash about it. Just get on with it. <laughs> that's what I'd say to you. And, uh, you know, good luck. Good luck with you next year. You're going to really enjoy it. You're going to start growing into yourself.
2: What advice would you give me from then to now?
0: Oh, I think I just answered that in the last one. It's just good advice. Um, don't grow big sideburns. Cut your hair and grow a beard. Oh, yes, that's what I've done. I grew a beard from the last time I saw you. Did I not have a beard last year? Oh, so this is only taken a year. Wow. Pretty proud of that. <laughs> Great beard. Um well that's my advice to you is you know we'll we're never as well as we think we are, maybe.
1: Thanks, buddy. <laughs> That was Tony to see him sober and so happy and confident it was just a pleasure to to meet up with him i 've seen him a few times in the year, but to meet up with him and actually hear how his life changed and how his show came together and how happy he was with the material, even though it was a bit more esoteric and quirky, and as he said, the hardest to sell but the most fun to do. One of my favorite bits was when he looked me dead in the eye after listening to one of the questions and said. I'm starting to sympathize with my wife. I must have been a pain to live with a year ago. Personally, I tend to hate myself a year ago. I tend to look back and go, what the fuck were you thinking? You absolute idiot. And I know that that's uh, quite a negative way of looking at yourself and of life, and it's not particularly healthy to a lot of people, but for me, it works. and, And I like the fact that I hate my past self because my past self isn't me, and my past self is somebody who... I've hopefully not anymore and I've grown up from so I like that and I can see why other people do it and this was interesting to hear him go through that but live. Uh, Tony's on tour at the moment if you're listening to this in February 2018 Tony has just started a UK tour with his new show so if you're in England and you want to find out where he's performing to see if he's near you go to tonylaw.com and check out the dates. If you're new here please do remember to hit the subscribe button if you're old here please do remember to give us an honest review in Ireland iTunes ideally positive if you've got anything negative to say just drop me in a private email that would be the best way of doing that and either way do consider joining the Facebook group it's called the audio time capsule and it's on Facebook obviously in the Facebook group every week I pose a question that was inspired by the questions that were left by the guest and ask you to answer it underneath the post in a comment this week's question is after all what we've just heard and the sort of intensity of that interview I thought I'd go with quite a light-hearted question What is your favourite flavour of ice cream? Tony and I are big fans of ice cream. My favourite flavour is Ben and Jerry's Cookie Dough. Or Parlings and Cream. Huggin' does. It depends on my mood. But share yours in the group. Uh, It's still winter here in London in February. So I'm not eating loads of it. But are you? And if so, what flavour? The Audio Time Capsule is a Fruit That Got In Gravity's Way production for the internet. All elements were created by me, comedian Simon Kane, except for the music that was composed by David Jordan. Thank you very much for listening, thank you very much for subscribing, and thank you very much for rating and donating if you do. I'll see you all in about 14 days' time. Bye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from
0: Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?